come before you today and I just want to echo Aiden's prayer of Lord I just pray for a revival amongst all of us Lord I pray for this violence to stop Lord I pray for this city I pray for just the Holy Spirit to come upon this city and pray for lives to change I pray for some of it to just even start right now start in this room Lord let us just be have boldness Lord to do what we can do, Lord, and to do what we can do is to share Jesus with people, Lord, so they, their lives are changed. That's, that's, that's where our hope is. Our hope is in you. Our hope is in you, Lord. So I just pray that that, that, that begins today. In your name we pray, amen. So, a thief, a hired hand, and some sheep. Sounds like a bad joke that Tim would tell, doesn't it? Or Arnie, you're, you're to blame for that too. You tell some of those bad jokes like that also. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you one. They're not repeatable. They're so bad that um, you wouldn't be able to listen to a thing I said for the rest of the day because it's that bad. It would just stick in your head like, this is awful. So, I'm not going to do that. But have you ever thought about the difference maybe between a thief and a hired hand or even just a thief, a hired hand, and some sheep. Well, this week, that's what goes on in my mind, and that's what I did this week. So a thief, if you think about a thief, a thief takes what is not theirs to take. It's somebody else's. A hired hand really works for somebody that's willing to pay them to do a job. There's something, there's going to be an exchange of money or maybe uh, housing or something, but they just are there to get something from someone that's willing to give them a job. A sheep, I'm not really sure what a sheep does, other than maybe follow a shepherd and maybe follow other sheep. Now, I think over the course of time, I have probably been all three. Maybe some of you have too. You've been a thief, you've been a hired hand, and maybe a sheep. A thief, not necessarily in the thief that you might think of, of stealing people's money, stealing people's possessions, breaking into people's houses, but we can be a thief in stealing someone's joy. We can be a thief in stealing someone's dreams. Pretty good at it. I did it just this week. In fact, Kim hates it when I use her for an example, but I'm the bad guy on this, but I did that to her this week. She, she goes and she tells me, she goes, you know, I'd really like to go to Amsterdam to go back to the tulip festival, to the tulip season, and, and see, see that again. Well, let me just give you what I hear when I hear that. So I hear, last when we went there one time, we went to this, I don't even know what, what it's called, and tulip parade. And think of the area of South Park, and think of like five million people in that little area. There, I think every bus, charter bus in the entire Europe was at this festival. I mean, I lost count. I counted like 300 buses one time, and that was just one field. So that's what I, I have, and I stole her dream. I said, I have absolutely no intention to ever go back to that again. Well, I, did s I didn't sleep on the couch. It was close. But I think some of us have stories of that, of how we steal people's dreams, we steal their hopes, we steal their dreams, we steal their joy. 
maybe we do at times steal their possessions, but we also have stories of when it's reversed, when we have that happen to us, when people steal our things or we, we have somebody steal our hopes or dreams or joys. I don't really think I have that much talent, but when I was growing up, I, I wasn't too bad drawing pictures. You know, I could draw things, and, and they look okay. In fact, I entered some things into the fair and actually won some blue ribbons. So it's not just my mom telling me that I was, I was good. Well, I get to high school. High school, you have to take an art class. Well, me and the art teacher didn't see eye to eye. And the art teacher nearly didn't like me too much. So I didn't do very well in that class. Probably I deserved it. But the art teacher... Basically, you don't have any talent. She killed any desire, any hope, any dream of ever thinking that I could use or had any talent. So I just gave it up. Maybe she stole that from me. But being a thief can, can come in many different actions. Like I said, it could be possessions, it could be hopes, dreams. But either way, bottom line is you're taking something from someone that, that isn't yours to take. Now we can look at a hired hand. A hired hand doesn't have any loyalty to, any, to, to the person that hires him. He just gets paid for the work that he does, and when the work is done, he'll go on to the next job. If there's trouble that ever comes, something breaks, something, it's not my fault, it's not my responsibility, they don't take any of the blame. They simply just say, okay, thanks for the work, and, and they're gone. They don't really care about anything other than probably themselves and what's in it for me. What am I going to get out of this, this exchange? Now, I grew up on a farm, as, as some of you know, and so my first non-farming job was delivering pizzas. It's a job I didn't really like very much. But I had zero loyalty, zero ownership, zero responsibility. I had zero care other than I just wanted a paycheck because I got s had some bills and I needed to get these bills paid. As soon as those bills were paid, my attitude completely changed. I just said, okay, thanks for the job, and I'm out. I, I left because it wasn't my business. I didn't care if the owner didn't have anybody to deliver pizzas anymore. I, didn't need, I wasn't going to sacrifice my life or my lifestyle or, or not be able to go do some fun things because of this job, so I just left. Now, what about a sheep? We all know how to be sheep, right? The saying, everybody else is doing it, so, so I'm going to do it. Following the latest fads, following the latest trends, doing what everybody else is doing. Now, some of you are older in this room and you grew up in the 80s. Some of you are older than that, so you grew up in other decades. But I grew up in the 80s. So that was kind of the introduction to breakdancing. And remember the clothes that people wore? Kind of like this. <laughs> why? Just, can I say Why? Now, I know Tim still has some of those in his closet, <laughs> and he's hoping that it comes back. Teresa told me. Yeah, she told me. She's, you have a whole section, I heard. Yeah. And there is a commercial right now where there is a person that wears, like, she sees the Eddie Murphy jacket that is kind of like that, and she orders one and wears it. And um, so maybe the style's coming back. I don't know. So, Tim, there's hope for you. <laughs> but things like that, we dress the same. We, we say the same things as other people because we're like sheep. We just want to follow and we just want to fit in. We do what everyone else is doing. Sheep 
that are following a shepherd, but it's the shepherd that's the society of the world. So what does God's word say about this? What are some things that, that actually these are Jesus' words that we're going to look at, that he has some things to say about thieves, hired hands, and, and sheep? So we're going to look at John 10, verses 7 through 13 today, if you, if you want to follow along with me. It says, Therefore Jesus said again, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the fox and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand. He cares nothing for the sheep. So we start with the thief and the robber. Jesus tells us that the thief comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. The thief, like I said, has been saying, the thief, the thief comes to take what's not theirs. Now, we live in Montana, so Montana has a history of castle, cattle rustling, right? Someone steals your cattle, they're out there grazing at night, the cowboys come, they take, and they take what's not theirs, and they take their cattle and take them to be their own. This actually is a problem that still exists. I, I kind of did a little research this week, and it's amazing. Like, in Texas, I think, is the biggest cattle wrestling city or state in the, the nation, and it's a, it's a big problem still. And, but the cattle wrestler is a thief, and I think the cattle wrestler is willing to, get to kill to not get caught. He's willing to even kill the cow because technically it's not his cow, so he'll kill the cow. He'll even destroy the evidence so that he's not found guilty. He probably will even destroy the actual owner of the cow so he doesn't to try to cover up from the person he's stealing the cows from. So here's a thief that comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. I mentioned that we, st we steal, we kill, and destroy the hopes and dreams of people. But we could even steal, kill, and destroy our own hopes and dreams just by ourselves. We don't need someone else doing it. We do it to ourselves. We get stuck listening to those thieves that Jesus mentioned that come before him. We listen to those people that come and, and, and kill those dreams. Kill the, they steal those from you. We might even give up because we fail at something, so we destroy again our own hopes and dreams. We also at times listen to the voice of the enemy. We listen to the enemy who is the ultimate thief. He is the one that his whole goal in life is to steal, to kill, and destroy. To get us to just give up. To say we can never do that. To maybe say that you're a failure. And he's ultimately trying to destroy us. Now, we, Aiden brought up the, what's the violence and all that going on and right before we came out today we found out that that shooting last night is actually somebody that's related to in th within this church I'm not going to say who because it's not out in the paper yet and as I'm trying to look at that I find a new another news clipping it says somebody a person found burning on the street on 56th street last night and every night every day it seems like we have something these are the thieves 
These are also thieves. There's, there's hopes and dreams and joys and things that are just stolen from families now. And I just, I, I, this is kind of a pause from what we're doing just because I'm kind of overwhelmed by it. Of Guys, we need to be praying more and more for this, the ultimate thief, to, for the enemy to stop having influence on people and for this to stop. Which really, are we listening to those voices? Are we listening to those voices of those thieves that tell us we're, we can't do that? Are we listening to those thieves, those, those voices of the enemy that are saying, you're not to nothing, or you know what, you don't, that person doesn't deserve that, go steal that from them. Are we listening to those voices? Or are we, are we listening to the voices of Jesus? Are we listening to the voice of the good shepherd? Are we listening to those voices that aren't Jesus? That are, that are the thieves, that are the robbers. When we are, just know they are here to just rob you, to kill you, and destroy you. In this passage, it says Jesus is the gate. That whoever enters through the gate, enters through Jesus, that they'll be saved. Not only will they come in, it says they'll come in and out of the gate. They'll come in and out of the gate, but when they come in and out of the gate, when they go out of the gate, they're to be led to pasture. And as we've looked in the past, this is the best pasture. This is the best life. They're finding, Jesus is providing for them what you need to survive, providing for everything that you need, being led to the best, being led to be what's best for you. And then it says you'll be brought back through the gate. You'll be brought back to the gate. And why are the sheep brought back to the gate? Because they're brought back to the gate for protection. Because at night... The sheep, they need protection because that's when the wolves come. That's when the wild animals come. That's when the thieves come to try to steal, kill, and destroy them. And Jesus says, I'm that gate. I'm the one that's going to protect you. And Jesus tells us that he came to give his sheep life. And that life, it says it will be the best life you can ever have. It's life that when we follow the shepherd, when we follow Jesus... But maybe, too, sometimes we might be trying to live that life, but are we a thief towards God? Do we steal from God? Do we steal from Jesus? This is a verse a lot of you guys are going to be familiar with, in Malachi 3, 8 through 10. If you want to look at that with me. It says, Will a mere mortal rob God? Yet you rob me. But you ask, how are we robbing you? In tithes and offerings. You are under a curse your whole nation, because you are robbing me. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. This is just one example. Do we, run, do we rob God in our tithe? And ultimately, aren't we robbing ourselves? And in, in this message, Jesus' words say that this life we live will be more. It'll be a better life than we've ever dreamed about. But if we don't rob God, we see if we, we don't rob him, we see that these verses in Malachi says the floodgates of heaven will be poured out and there'll be more blessing than you'll know what to do with. Now, in our life with Jesus, this is Old Testament stuff here. Jesus came and we're not bound by that Old Testament law anymore. 
But there's some principles that still remain there. When we don't give God what is God's, when we don't wholeheartedly, when we withhold some of our love for people, for God, when we withhold our trust, when we withhold our obedience, when we withhold our service, our worship, our time, we're robbing God. And I would say we're robbing ourselves. We're robbing ourselves of this blessing that God has for us. I can look at everybody in this room, and I don't care who you are, I know that you have abilities. God has given every single one of you talents. All of us have a role in the body. If we don't use them, if we waste them, when we listen to those thieves, when we listen to those robbers, when we, when we don't give God our best, we're robbing from God. To give God the best of our time, our attention, our devotion, our obedience, our resources. We don't do that. We're robbing God. We're robbing Jesus and really we're robbing ourselves. When we lead others astray, we're like that thief calling those sheep. It says it as call, they'll, they'll, they'll call the sheep. But Jesus said that he, those sheep didn't listen to his voice. But unfortunately... Too many of us listen to the voice of those thieves and the robbers. And the sheep start following the wrong shepherd. And there is a lot of voices right now calling us right now. A lot of voices calling us away from Jesus, calling us away from Christianity, calling us away from church. And sometimes we can be one of those voices. We're calling the sheep because, well, we just don't agree with something. We don't agree with someone. We call out the sheep. We try to bring them with us. We try to steal them. We try to kill them. We try to destroy them. That We try to kill them because somebody's doing something that maybe they don't like, but God is doing that, that in them, and we just are trying to kill the sheep because we don't like it because it makes us uncomfortable. Or maybe it demands more than I'm willing to give. And we try to bring others with us because... We're like that thief or the robber. We're trying to kill or destroy or steal what God is doing. So can we just be done with that? Can we be done robbing God? Stop being a thief. Can we stop leading people away from the shepherd? Stop being a thief just because maybe we don't like something. Can we instead maybe be sheep? Sheep that are following a good shepherd? Sheep... It says they'll have the best life ever. Now, what about this hired hand? Jesus mentioned the hired hand. Now, that's something that usually, like, when I read this in the past, I don't think much about the hired hand. I get stuck on this thief and the robber, I think. But Jesus tells us about this hired hand. It says the sheep don't mean anything to him. They're nothing to him. That when danger comes, when that wolf comes, when that predator comes, when dangers, troubles, that hired hand he just did it for the money. He doesn't care. He leaves. He's going to save his own skin. The iron hand could care less about the sheep. Jesus tells us that he's the good shepherd, that the sheep are so valuable to him that he's going to lay down his life for the sheep. Romans 5, 7 through 8 tells us, very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. 
the hired hand's going to walk away when trouble comes. He's got nothing invested except for maybe to earn a paycheck. Now, growing up, we had hired hands. We had neighbors that had hired hands. I didn't see this attitude. Maybe some of us in this room are hired hands. I, I don't see necessarily this attitude, but apparently in Jesus' time, that was the attitude. Maybe we still have some of that attitude. So I thought of maybe think of a rental car that you have full insurance on. Rental car, you're going to do things to that car that you're not going to do in your own car, right? Why? Because you don't own it. It's not your car. You don't have to fix it. You don't have to maintain it. You just don't care. If it breaks, something gets destroyed, it's not my fault. It's not my problem. You just walk away. It's not your car, so you don't care. Kind of like a hired hand. When trouble comes, when that wolf comes, when that wolf comes to steal those sheep, and you have to risk your life, not his sheep, just going to walk away. I don't care. So are we a hired hand sometimes? You know, we can come to church. We can live this Christian life. We can put on this, this outward image and look like we're all this. But when trouble comes, we walk away. When I, somebody does something I don't necessarily agree with, walk away. Life gets hard, walk away. When I have to be around people I don't really like, I walk away. Our behaviors change, don't they? Something happens at work. Something happens in anywhere. Sometimes our behaviors change. It doesn't look like we're following Jesus, does it? And when God wants me to love someone I don't want to love, I go, uh-uh, and I walk away. God wants me to forgive someone I don't want to forgive, we walk away. But there's a third option. There's the sheep. Now, sheep need a shepherd. Sheep are completely dependent upon a shepherd. But we have a shepherd. We have Jesus. We have a shepherd that has laid down his life already for his sheep to protect his sheep. I didn't read verse 14, but I've been saying it, so I, I'm, I'm going to read it. I said, Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. We have a good shepherd that knows us. One that is not going to be like the thief. Jesus didn't come to steal. He didn't come to kill. He didn't come to destroy us. But one that has already died for his sheep on the cross. But a lot of us know the story. Jesus is alive. Death didn't, didn't keep him. Death didn't win. Jesus rose from the dead. So we have a good shepherd that when trouble comes, when danger comes, when tragedy comes, when hardship comes, he doesn't walk away because he doesn't care. He cares more than we can think. We have a good shepherd that laid down his life and will always, always, always be with us. A good shepherd, he's not going to leave us. Regardless of what happens, regardless of the circumstances, he does not leave his sheep. A good shepherd that cares and loves for us more than we can't even imagine. A good shepherd that is right there with us in every circumstance. A good shepherd that wants to protect us. He's going to protect us at all costs from those hired hands, from those thieves. So I don't know. 
I think maybe I'll be a sheep. How about you? But you might be thinking, I don't want to become a sheep because I don't want to be dependent on anyone. I can take care of myself. I'm a big boy. I'm a big boy now. I'm grown. I'll do it myself. I'll take care of myself. That's okay. That's, that's your choice. But when you think about it, are you really able to take care of yourself? Are you ever not dependent on something or someone or s something? In some ways, we're all dependent on each other. We're all dependent on something. But something to think about of all three. All three of these have something in common. All three of the thief, the hired hand, and the sheep. The sheep really are dependent on someone. The thief, there's nobody to steal from. He can't steal. So he's dependent on ha people having stuff so he can steal from them. He's dependent on people having hopes and dreams so he can steal the hopes and dreams from them. The hired hand is dependent on other people to give him a job. Nobody's willing to give him a job. He can't be a hired hand. And the sheep, as I said, depended on the shepherd. Now, the, the intentions of the thief and the hired hand are different than the sheep. The, the thief and the hired hand are in it for, for themselves, maybe to harm others. I would say they, don't, they probably don't care about anybody but themselves. What can they get out of it? But remember, a thief, there are consequences if you get caught. And the hired hand can have some consequences too. The thief, if you get caught, what happens? You get arrested, you get caught, and you maybe go to jail. For the hired hand, you get this reputation of you're just in it for, for what's good for me, and you things break, and you're not a very good hired hand. Well, people won't hire you. So then you probably become a thief. Now, what about the sheep? It says the sheep are known by name. The sheep that are led, the sheep that are protected, the sheep that are taken to the best pasture, sheep that have a shepherd that, as I keep saying, is willing to give his life for the sheep so the sheep will live. Giving the sheep life, this abundant life. And Jesus said to the full. So maybe I'll ask again, who wants to be a sheep? We can raise our hands. I hope there's hands everywhere. Let's be sheep. Now, some of us right now, the Holy Spirit might be working you. Holy Spirit might be kind of just nudging at you, revealing something to you. Might be revealing to you like, well, maybe I am a thief. Things like maybe your time, your giving, your love your forgiveness, your obedience, your worship. You need to answer the question, how am I stealing from God? Maybe the Holy Spirit is revealing you something that your attitude is kind of like a hired hand. That I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go along with it, but really I don't really care. When something happens or trouble comes or it gets difficult for me, I'm just going to walk away because I'm just in this for what I can get out of it. Today, as I said, let, let the Holy Spirit work in you. Let, let, let the Holy Spirit do something in you to stop that. Listen to maybe that pull that's in your stomach, that's pull that's in your heart, knowing that there's something better, knowing that there's blessing that you're missing out on. 
knowing that you could take the risk and say, what if I decide to be a sheep and I let the good shepherd lead me? We stop being dependent upon taking from others, getting what we can get from others, and we become dependent on the good shepherd, Jesus. Being dependent on the shepherd that has given us everything, even his life, that you begin to live the life that Jesus promised for you, an abundant life, following Jesus. What do you think the world would look like if we did that? If we stopped being thieves? Stopped having an attitude of a hired hand? We just became sheep. Stopped robbing God. Stopped being in, in something for what I can get out of it. Following this good shepherd that promised us blessing, promised us life, life to the fullest. I would imagine it's going to be, it would be a much different place that we would live in. A lot of those problems today, I just don't think they'd exist. I think life would be different. Now, I know being a sheep is not flattering. Sheep are not flattering animals. They're smelly. I don't think they're very smart. In fact, I was told once that sheep, you have to lead them to another pasture because they're not smart enough to know that I ate all the grass here, but there's grass right over here. Like they just aren't that smart to take two steps and move to green grass. I don't know if that's true. They need constant care. Sheep are always needing constant care. You can't leave sheep alone. But that sounds like us, doesn't it? At least it sounds like me. It's not good to leave me alone. So I think we do all need a shepherd. And Jesus is that shepherd, the good shepherd that gave his life for all of us smelly sheep. And we smell. Sorry, we do. Gives us life. So I'm just going to end with the question again. Who wants to be a sheep? Lord, I just pray that we can just listen to your words, Lord. And, and I know a sheep is not, it's not this glamorous, wonderful animal. They're kind of cute when they're lambs, but then they grow up and they are, they're smelly. Life is hard. They have to be led. They have to be cared for. But Lord, that's what you said. You said that you would provide a life that we can't even possibly imagine. That you would bless us, that you would lead us, that you would take us to the best pasture, that you would protect us, that you would guide us, and you would keep us from harm, and, and you would lay down your life for us. So, Lord, I, I just pray that, that we can be sheep, that we stop being thieves, we stop being robbers, that we stop being a, a hired hand, Lord, and, and I just pray that through this we can begin to see changes in this world we live in because there are too many thieves. There's too many hired hands. Lord, let there be more sheep. So today, maybe if these words that, that Jesus said, I just repeated a lot of them. These words that there is something that is stirring in your heart that you're going to, I'm done. I'm done being that thief. I'm done stealing. I'm done being a hired hand of just 
in it for what I can get out of it. If you're going, I want to be a sheep. I want to be led. I want this life that Jesus says. I want this, this blessing that I'm talking about. It doesn't mean a blessing as far as riches. It doesn't mean a blessing that life will be, be just this easiest thing in the world. You know, sheep have to walk to the pasture. Sheep have to walk through, through some dangers. But we know we are being led by someone that loves us and protects us. And we can trust our shepherd. So if you're wanting to trust your shepherd, and, and today's the day you want to become a sheep. If you want to just look up at me and, and raise your hand and, and say, I'm going to be a sheep from now on. My life, I'm going to be a sheep. I see some hands around. I see some more hands. Lord, just I pray, Lord, you, we also, we haven't talked about, we have a helper. We have the Holy Spirit, Lord, that you, that sent, that, that is part of this triune God that we believe in, that is God, Lord. So I pray for the, sh- the Holy Spirit, Lord, to just come upon these people right now that are raising their hands saying, I want to be a sheep. Lord, give them the strength. Give them the courage. Give them, Lord, this blessing that you promised us. Lord, let them be filled with the Holy Spirit, Lord, so that they can go out in this world that's full of thieves, that's full of robbers, that's full of hired hands. Lord, and they don't listen to those voices anymore. They listen to your voice. They listen to the voice of the shepherd that knows their name. Just thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.